Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett. Brought to you by the Brazil Institute for Church Revitalization, Missional Engagement, and Leadership Development. An institute that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 92 of Revitalize the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about growing relationships rather than numbers. In ministry, the word church growth has become the hallmark of the attractional model, which invests in experiences more than relationships over time. The established church has felt the residual effects of decades of trying to keep up with this attractional model. They have attempted to match worship experience and failed because they lack the resources. Matching dollar for dollar or even person to person will quickly outstrip the average sized church of its resources. The pandemic exposed that beyond these bells and whistles of the high-gloss church, there's truly a lack of discipleship making and a focus on numbers rather than life change. And you know, while the average-sized church in North America is 65 people, they can invest in growing relationships rather than growing numbers and still find the joy in life change than lives touched if, if the average-sized church is patient. When a church focuses on growing relationships rather than numbers, they begin to sense the heart of God in a new way. Experience has shown that investing in people, investing in a person rather than a situation establishes a deeper, more meaningful connection than just a one-and-done big event. The community outside your church's doors does not need another concert, but a relationship with the Father a relationship with God that can improve their lives. And so on today's episode, I want to talk about this big idea about growing relationships rather than numbers. The first point is this, focus on the person, not on the number they represent. Any organization you belong to has metrics to track the progress the company or even organization is making in the right direction. The church world is no different. Yet the end of the quarter or yearly numbers do not always tell the story of a life impacted through your local ministry. While the church is a nonprofit business and can use principles found in the business world to help it sustain and even grow its mission, it should not be arbitrarily focused on the bottom line and miss the God lines in between the balance sheets. The person who enters the local church or is reached by its members, can be transformed into God's image and never tithe to your local church. Should that person be less valued or on the balance sheet because they cannot give back to the local church? Surely not, my friends. When a church focuses on the person as a whole and not on the transactional relationship, often they see Christ in the person and not the person inside that local church. I want you to begin to tear the veil of developing relationships and move them from becoming pew warmers into a deeper relationship with you, truly a member of your church. Instead, the church sees a person as a life change waiting to happen with God's help. The name of the person that has given their heart to Jesus then far outpaces a giving report and should be honored from a perspective that reminds the church of their true calling, not the tithe, but the person who would give the tithe. The second major point is you have to see the value in the person's abilities rather than the church's needs. 
My friends, I love the average church because I've pastored within her walls. I have served as a preacher, as a janitor, as a Sunday school teacher, as a gardener. And coming from a small church mindset, I have experienced what many pastors, maybe even you, are experiencing right now, week in and week out. The value is found not in the bulletin or the number board near the front wall where you preach. The numbers were printed to remind the church of how many they had. But instead of providing value, they've offered shame and personal embarrassment to pastors just like you. As the established church rethinks its next steps, it must begin to see the value of each person rather than what the person's value can be to the local church. While your local church might have tremendous needs, those needs cannot be whitewashed through a new tither or a new body on the church council. Instead, it is through meaningful relationships where lives become impacted through relationships built over time. And where does that happen? Outside the four walls of the church. And that begins to make a difference. Each person who comes across your path is a life that needs to be transformed or at least strengthened through a deeper relationship with Jesus. Jesus through you can impact the person in front of you. Valuing the person for who they are, not what they can do for your local church, it releases the pressure off of winning them into membership and instead focusing on mentoring them into a deeper walk with Jesus. The third and final point of growing relationships rather than numbers is be a difference maker in their lives. The church is a small part of a person's life story. Yet for most church members, it becomes a story in which they live their lives. While I love the local church, the church can keep you so busy doing church that you miss why you go in the first place. And so stop momentarily and I want you to ask yourself, Who do I know that needs Jesus? The person that is brought to your mind by the Holy Spirit is the one you are called to make a difference in that person's life. It is not by accident that they came to mind just now. God needs you and God sees you and that you can be the one who could be the difference maker. The difference maker in helping them connect this person who doesn't know him or doesn't have a strong relationship with him as an extension of your local church. So what's the next step? You know what I want you to do is reach out, touch, and be Jesus. Reaching is pausing what you are doing and making a phone call, texting, emailing that person right now. If you have time and are near the person, I want you to stop. Stop in and let them know you're thinking about them. That's it. No agenda. Just let them know that you care. As you move from reaching out, I want you to begin to think about the touch point, a connection where you can go deeper. I want you to find a way to effectively communicate with the person by asking them about their needs and what is happening in their life. I want you to stay focused more on them than you and your needs. The third step is being a difference maker as Jesus. Be there for them in the good and bad times as Jesus has been for you in your local ministry and your local church and in your family. I want you to encourage and lift them up by cheering them on when they need it. My friends, we've all been there, attending a church but feeling disconnected, even as the pastor, from the true church around us, the community, your neighborhood, your neighbor, your coworker. I want you to be Jesus. Be Jesus who loved the unlovable, cared about the sinner, and provided hope to the fallen. 
I, I just sense in my spirit that God is calling his church to grow deeper with people and to live life with him outside one hour a week on a Sunday morning. And so let me challenge you on today's episode. Let me challenge you to pray like never before that God would bring you a person or even people across your path to pour into. And then then I want you to watch how God grows that relationship deeper and wider like never before. If you do that, you'll realize that growing relationships rather than numbers is the business that God is in. Thanks for listening to Revitalize the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett. If you liked what you heard today, would you be willing to share it with your colleagues or your local leaders inside your church? Why don't you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode that comes out? As always, my friends, I believe in you. I'm praying for you. Have a great week.